I'm Jason Ball, and this is Friends with Friends, the podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one episode at a time. And I am joined by my friends, Jackie and Vanessa. Hi, I'm Jackie Rodriguez, and I am the ultimate Friends fan. I love Friends. I talk about Friends. I am Monica. I love Friends. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Vanessa Martinez, and I have never watched an episode of Friends in my entire life until quarantine happened. So here we are. All right, well, we are getting into it. This is an exciting episode, the fifth episode, the one with the East German laundry detergent. Love that title. It it premiered on October 20th, 1994 to 18.6 million people. Jax, give us a quick uh, plot overview. Yes, so the recap of this episode is Chandler has to break up with Janice. So Janice makes her first appearance, which I love. Phoebe is going to break up with Tony at the same time, but... Phoebe does it better than Ch- Chandler does. Monica and Joey go on a double date to try to break up Angela and Bob, who Monica thinks are brother and sister. Rachel and Ross do laundry together and share first casual kiss. First kiss. Woohoo! Very first exciting. Kiss. Yeah. I was super excited when that happened, only because it was unexpected. And it happened in a laundromat when she was sitting in a laundry car. <laughs> <laughs> and the way he reacted to where he bumps his head on the door. The yeah. 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 He, it was like he got an electric shock or something, which yeah. he probably did get an electric shock. You know, yeah. that first kiss that you've been uh, waiting for for so long, knocked him, yeah. off, knocked him off his feet almost. Yeah. He was like, that just happened. That just yeah. Happened. <laughs> It was pretty cute how Ross, you know, decides to do his laundry to get close to Rachel. And it shows, like, the great lengths people go to to get close to someone. Does, has anyone ever done that before? Oh, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Nobody for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I like I like that whole um, sequence, too, because Chan- when Chandler's talking to Ross about it, um, Monica ends up bailing and doing her laundry. Chandler tells Ross, like, oh, this is your first date. And he was going to bring, you know, fluff and fold or some kind of soft, uh, sensitive detergent. And the then with the bear. Yeah, yeah. And then Chandler's like, you can't have that. So that's why he goes out and gets Uber Vice. Uber Vice. <laughs> and I actually Googled that because I was like, oh, maybe it really is a German laundry detergent. But <laughs> it wasn't. It's like ultra wider, right? Really super wide or whatever. U- yeah. Uber. Vice, that's funny, and you know it just is awful. Yeah, (laughs) it's like like that kind that your grandmother used, like Mm -hmm. borax or something that's just leaves your clothes (laughs) stiff and. (laughs) Yeah, the powder, the powder detergent. Like, who uses powder detergent nowadays? Well, (laughs) this was still twenty-five years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, One thing you know, going back to uh, the beginning of the episode when. Rachel has the dilemma that her dad wants to gift her a Mercedes convertible for her to return home. It's like, what kind of, like, that's not a bad problem to have, you know? (laughs) Well, they all make fun of her for that, too. They all, like, oh, gosh, like, what a problem, you know, and if she returns home, you know? Yeah, but here's the thing. I actually Googled um, the cost of a Mercedes convertible just for my knowledge and our knowledge. So according to Kelly Blue Book, the average cost for a 94 Mercedes convertible is actually six to 8,000 for the 94 model. And, but, um, in 94, it cost a hundred thousand, which I'm still, I tried Googling, but I don't know. 
$100,000 is a lot for a car now. Yeah. Can you imagine so, in 1994, that, that was an expensive car. Yeah, so that's why I'm kind of iffy about that price, but that was all I could find. And now a 2020-2021 uh, Mercedes convertible costs anywhere between fifty three and $140,000. Yeah, so. it was an expensive car. I think I paid... I had a uh, a Mazda MX-3 about the same time, and I think I paid like $13,000 for it, which was <laughs> money then, but you know, now you can't get anything for that price, right? Of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first car, Vanessa? Mine was a Lexus IS250, and my wow. dad wouldn't let me drive it for a whole year. <laughs> Mine was a 1995 Honda Prelude. <laughs> oh, those are both cool cars. <laughs> that was like when I was 16 years old. Then I went through several before I landed on my Mazda 3. So <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Did you, so, guys, did you guys notice the number of espresso shots on the table when Chandler was trying to break up with Janice? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that was funny. He kept drinking more and more and delaying the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, at one point there was between five and six, and then at the end there was 10 cups. <laughs> so my question with that, is that an example of how Phoebe has evolved to a whole different level of human being than the rest of them? Because <laughs> yeah. she can break up with her guy and it's no big problem, and she actually even smooths it over with Janice afterwards. Mm -hmm. is, you know, Phoebe's this like ethereal creature that isn't <laughs> Is it real, right? Oh, right, no. right. She she has lived several lives. <laughs> oh, okay, that's what it is. So maybe her wisdom is carried with her through this life on Friends. Because <laughs> sometimes you think she's like this ditzy person, but she's really probably more evolved and deeper and more profound than than the rest of them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. I agree. Thanks. And speaking of the whole Chandler and Janice breakup, so it shows how awkward Chandler is and that carries him through the whole entire series because he just can't break up with her but speaking of Janice this is the first appearance of her on the show um, she's played by Maggie Wheeler who's only supposed to be in one episode and then they kept bringing her back and then the voice and the laugh was all Maggie's idea so she uh she auditioned for Monica and then okay. didn't get that and they brought her in for this role and then she's like one of the biggest recurring characters of the whole whole series right yeah she's been in 19 episodes and they always bring her back i love when they bring her back because it's always in moments of time like that are so like awkward and and like big moments like later on the season when they're trying to buy the house or when chandler's you know at the fertility doctor like later on the season when him and monica try to make a baby it's like these times in their lives where it's just like really Really, they're going to be there. <laughs> so, is it to kind of ground Chandler or to show make him even more awkward and uncomfortable if if things are going too well in his life? To kind of, I totally think that. I think it's to make it more awkward and uncomfortable because that's who Chandler is. <laughs> the funny thing about the actress too, who played her, also auditioned for Everybody Loves Raymond for the Patricia Heaton role, and she didn't get that. But then she got a recurring role on that series too. 
Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So she was on like over, you know, multiple, uh, I think she played her sister or something, but so, you know, she, I feel bad for this actress because she's like auditions for these roles and almost gets them and then gets the cancellation, you know, the consolation prize. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But not a bad prize. Yeah. Especially with friends. Like um, she was, talking to the media last year to celebrate the 25th anniversary and she says she gets stopped all the time and when people recognize her and they ask her to do the laugh and she more than is happy to do it just to put joy and smile on people's faces and then she gets the ones where people stop her and they're like I know you from somewhere I know you from somewhere like they and they don't realize it until she does the voice because Maggie Wheeler's voice is actually really deep even deeper than mine like she and to go from one to the other you don't put two and two together in, unless, you know, you hear well, that, it. That's interesting because yeah. they hear her voice and they, they can't connect, make the connection. And then yeah. she does the voice and it's like, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she should just start talking like that everywhere she goes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys also notice um, when Monica and Angela, uh, uh, Joey's ex-girlfriend were in the restroom and um, they were talking about, you know, like losing their virginity and, uh, and Monica goes, my brother never told me he lost his virginity, but in pre- in the previous episode, we saw that he reveals it was October 20th. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. So what happened? Like, I wonder what happened there. Did they forget? It wasn't that far of an episode, you know, like five seasons later. That's true because he taught, he talks about it in the cafe in in the previous episode where he's like, and she remembers, Oh, I hope you didn't remember, you know? Monica yeah. Remembers and tells Rosso, I hope you weren't looking at the calendar or the date today. But yeah, she acknowledges this episode. I didn't yep. notice that, Vanessa. See? That's good. That. <laughs> I was looking back. I was like, hold up. I was like, this does not seem accurate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll talk about Ross and Rachel's uh, doing laundry and everything that could go wrong there. And, <laughs> and that's a fun thing. And then uh, favorite lines from this episode. We were right back. All right, and we were back. Uh, lots to talk about still. Okay, I thought the thing with um, Joey and Monica trying to break up uh, his ex and Monica thinking that they were siblings, I thought that was a little weird. I didn't love that part. Same, and I saw on a few web pages that they people did they thought that storyline was a little strange and it wasn't as strong as you know Ross and Rachel's in the episode or Chandler and Janice's and Phoebe. Yeah. It felt like it was almost a side part to just kind of give him a storyline and that was yeah. it. But at least we saw a little bit into his love life. Yeah, this is the first time we see all like uh, Phoebe and Chandler and Joey's love lives because it's kind of been all about Ross, Rachel, and Monica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I love Joey. I think he's a sweeter character. Maybe it just develops more and, and then, then he kind of lets on. He's got that, you know, tough guy look or, and, you know, mm-hmm. kind of bravado, but he's really not. Yeah, yeah, he did the sweetheart. Yeah, I just thought that was a kind of a weird, weird <laughs> scene. But of course, the biggest part they should have just focused on the the laundry scene and uh, Rachel and Ross doing laundry and her admitting that she's never done her own laundry. Which I'm just like, can that really be true? And what? How long has she been living there now? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Not laundry since she got, or she probably talked Monica into doing it for her or something. 
That's true. I mean, yeah, that you bring up a good point because if you don't know how long she's been living there, it's never really said. Uh-huh. Maybe. So, yeah. Well, I I wouldn't be surprised if Monica did her laundry because she likes to clean. Well, that's <laughs> I thought the laundry room, the laundromat setting was interesting too because you know it is a very kind of doing laundry kind of, can be kind of soothing for people they like you know it's relaxing and because you're waiting and you know all that but then there are a lot of people around you don't know so yeah. then you know the strangers and there's all this you know unwritten protocol and unwritten rules about <laughs> how the laundromat works and i think they played that really to the hilt with the with the uh, act what's her name the, the mean lady in the laundromat yes. her <laughs> name is camille saviola and i recognized her from turtles mom and entourage together because she's wearing like the hat in the friends episode and then you look at her face and you're like oh it is turtles mom <laughs> <laughs> But it was funny because I could kind of relate to Rachel in that way. You know, I used to go to the laundromat with my mom when I was little, but you know, I just go as a kid. And a few months ago I had to go to the laundromat and I didn't know how to use the machines or anything like that. You know, I knew something, but you know, I wasn't, you know, pretty attuned. I probably lost like $5 before I realized like how to use the machines. And there was this one nice gentleman who was helping me. So I had a Definitely a different experience than Rachel did. <laughs> and I like that they use that too, because they're developing Rachel into, into her own. She's out on her own, but she's still figuring things out. So laundry is the most simplest or almost the most simplest chore that we can do, but we have to do it. And so I like that they use that chore. You know, it wasn't another chore. It was that one. And then Ross is there for her. He really supports her and loves her in this scene. And he kind of, and he looks at her so like, 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 like a yearning, you know, just to be around her and, and telling her how to do the laundry, you know, separate the clothes. And then she ends up getting pink clothes. You know, it's just the whole thing between her and Ross in it is just so sweet. It's so loving. Yeah. And I think we've all done that where we get, um, you get a red something t-shirt or sock or something in your whites and then you come up with a lot of pink things. Yeah. Or shrunken clothes. <laughs> the laundry is pretty simple, but there are a few basic rules you have to follow. And it does show Rachel's, I mean, she's in some ways she's kind of behind the rest of them, right? Because mm -hmm. she's had this privileged life and she hasn't had to deal with any of the things that the rest the rest of us just take for granted that you know you, you gotta do your laundry i mean you may wait till you literally have no clean underwear to do it but yeah. you still have to do it <laughs> i do that sometimes. Sure. i'm in that case right now <laughs> well, especially if you have to you know schlep it down to the laundromat and do it there and it's you know it takes you know, it takes time. You have to, you know, do it. And then there's the mean lady who, you know, oh, that's mine. I had my clothes on, which is, come on. you If you put your basket on top of a washing machine, it's yours. She was just being mean and yeah. trying to steal it. It's not like you don't have to put the clothes in the washer before you, you get it. And yeah. I, I liked how they had her in there, too, because it she ends up, Rachel ends up staying up for herself right. you know, at the end of the episode. So it kind of gives her a little more like um more more was, toughness yeah. yeah it was a growth episode yeah a growth experience for for rachel for sure because she just got totally like okay hey, whatever you know i don't don't you know i'll, I'll do whatever you want to i didn't know the rules sorry into no i'm 
I got this is my basket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And speaking of the laundromat scene, my one of my favorite lines comes from that scene when um Ross goes, you know, Uber voice, it's new, it's German, it's extra tough. <laughs> yeah, that was one so of my the Uber Vice helped Rachel become strong too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And Ross as well. <laughs> and that's the scene, that scene also, that fav- that's where my favorite line comes from. It's when Rachel's starting to do her laundry and Ross is staying there with her. And then she doesn't realize she has to do um, separate loads for the pants and everything. She goes, okay, you caught me. I'm a laundry virgin. And then Ross so lovingly responds, don't worry. I'll use the gentle cycle. <laughs> so, but I, that's it actually is. my favorite line too. But it's your interpretation's a little different. I'm like, oh my God, it's so cheesy. Such a cheesy line. But it's funny. I love cheesiness. I'm a big Hallmark movie fan. So <laughs> I love the cheese. It's so sweet. It's kind of like, oh, I tilt my head, you know, when you watch them two together in the laundromat. <laughs> yeah, it's very sweet. I mean, definitely the highlight of the of the episode. And then, again, uh, Phoebe, you know, while Janice does not react well when Chandler finally breaks up with her, and then Phoebe somehow smooths it over and whispering something in, in her ear. It's yeah. just like another day for Phoebe. Like, oh, it's okay. You'll be fine. <laughs> so nonchalant about it, you know? Totally. <laughs> whatever. She's like living on a cloud. Everything's cool. Yeah. <laughs> she is living on a cloud. She There's something that she, I don't know what it is. She's kind of like I dream of Jeannie in some ways. Maybe it's just the hair, the high ponytail and kind of the bopping around, but there's something about her that reminds me of of, I don't know, some otherworldly creature. (laughs) She's not like she's human or something. It's just so funny, though, because her lines come in at a perfect time, and it's just these random thoughts that she has, and I don't know, I think they just go so well with whatever she's saying and however she's acting in the particular episode or scene. Right. I couldn't imagine anybody else playing playing um, Phoebe either. It's just, you know, Lisa Kudrow embodies everything about her from, and the way they, they put the wardrobe on her and the hippie and then their clothes and this is the way her mannerisms. I just love it. She's yeah. Great. And my second favorite line from the episode, because all girls can relate, comes from Phoebe when she says, how about the way guys can do so many mean things and not even care? <laughs> so that's another one, but... <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was from the first conversation in this scene. It's another one of those random conversations that they have when they start episodes. Yeah, she was sitting on the couch, and when she says mm-hmm. that, she just, like, slumps to the back. Oh. <laughs> and then they're comparing, they're comparing genders, that's right. And then um, also, that it ends with, like, well, you guys can pee standing up. And then... <laughs> All right. And then, then then the guys come back multiple orgasms. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that kind of innuendo sexual conversation that you know just involves around and and I think it made it kind of okay for for people to talk about sex and it not in a crude or you know way but in a, in a way of actually learning about <laughs> learning <laughs> things. Totally, totally. All right, well, that was fun. So coming up on our next episode of Friends with Friends, Joey gets his big break. That'll be, that's always fun. And there were lots of goofs in, in that episode, too. So that's fun to talk about. We will see you next time. Please subscribe if you like this episode. Give us five-star ratings. And please leave nice comments. Yes. Oh, and follow us on Instagram. Oh. With Friends with Friends podcast. 
keep up with us on Instagram. Give us a follow and give us a listen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody.